0: Ah, so ah, to ah, And the, the
1: kitchen sink. Well, hello. <clears throat> hey, shout i say,
2: hey, Hey, Hey man, gonna be the last one to make it in. I don't know why. You're talking Period.
0: About like God's gonna be looking at him and be like, you know what? I'm gonna let you pass through this one time. He's gonna be like, boy, now you know. Right? gonna be like, you scarcely <laughs> made it. You was the one of them people that that was the least of these. But come
1: on in anyway.
2: <laughs>
1: well, yes. Okay, God, so
2: Lord have mercy, Jesus.
1: Welcome back to another episode of this. hat. And the motherfucking kitchen sink, folks. <laughs> and as you clearly. hear, there are three voices today. <laughs> so I am so glad to have our dear friend, Micah Smith. He is a at everything. He is a minister of music. He is a minister. Hallelujah. He is an entrepreneur. Hallelujah. Like a black man. A black man. A black, man, a black man, Not a black man, black man who loves the Lord. Yeah, thank you, Jesus. Yes, tell the people hello, Micah. Come on, come on in the room.
2: Hi, how y'all doing today? Just clap, lift your hands, lift your hands, and tell them thank you. Lift your Yay. hands and tell them thank you. Come on, let's go. Let's go into worship. We gotta start there with, with gratitude. We got to start and every day with up. gratitude. Hallelujah. Listen, I already went to some worship tonight. We have, we have band practice tonight. Don't get me started. Period. I'm already stirred up. I'm stirred up. Whew, this was, y'all, <laughs> All right.
1: I hope you are ready. I hope you are ready for today's episode. So, yes. Welcome back. You know. All right. Let's do a quick little check in. Let's start with our
2: guest. How's your week been, friend? How's your week? Well, let me tell y'all something. This week, is on, honestly, it's been really good. Um, so if you don't know what I do or don't know me, I work for a elementary school fundraising company called Boosterthon. So we are in all 50 states. Um, right now, it's kind of weird because we're in schools and so COVID and all that good stuff, whatever. But um, I lead schools and I help them, like, do what they need to do to get money. And so I've been in Black Mountain, North Carolina. Um Come on, so I've only drove, drove there twice, but I do a lot of my stuff virtual. I do like Zoom huddles and teach students about um, character lessons, and so it's been a really good week, um, relaxing. Also, went on a date Friday with this fine girl, and I was like, oh, shoot.
1: Not
0: a day." Ah, ah, we'll be talking. We'll be talking after the episode, day
1: clearly. <laughs> Absolutely, like. Because I need also, to know. Also, before you ask,
2: yes, she is white. Yes, she is white. She is white. Oh,
1: also, by the way, I'm sorry, but yes, he is a lover of the white women, okay? So, unless you I'm are Caucasian. I
2: love all women. He loves all Browns, women. Unless you
1: are Caucasian. Unless you are <laughs> Caucasian. I'm going <laughs> to say it again.
2: Y'all don't listen to Gabe. Gabe don't know nothing. You don't know about my life, <laughs> but I do.
1: But I do. But I absolutely do. Okay. Anywho, moving on. De'Brien, how's your week been? How? Uh, anyways, I'm just kidding.
0: <laughs> um, my week has been really good. Um, I feel like it's been another week of self perspective. Um, I've been reading a lot about um, just black black men and the current state of events, as far as, you know, political standings, um, activism, injustices throughout our land. And one thing that really struck out to me today was a post that a friend of mine had made and it literally said, don't forget to mourn, take time to mourn. And I feel like there's a lot of us out here who are still going about our grieving process, but we're not being kind to ourselves throughout the process. and I have like actively been reminding myself, hey, like it's okay that like you're still getting over some things. And it's and, and it might even be about racism. It just might be about like personal things, it might just be about broken friendships, because like it's still a process. Like you still have to take out that time um to grieve. But I will say, like, when you get the peace of the Lord, it's nothing like it. Because like there's just been some certain things that I've been praying for and and just watching the Lord just like rest on my heart and like literally like guide me through some stuff has been like really really um I just I've just stayed in like a state of peace and I'm really grateful for that. Um, I'm also really excited because I'm getting ready to start on um, a theater project um, which will be like my first show amidst um, COVID. So um, I'll be giving some information about that soon. Um, I haven't signed it in yet, so I'm not going to say what it is just yet. Um, But I am really, really excited. I have my first meeting with the creative team um, in a couple of days. So uh, I'm grateful for that. Um, I'm grateful for life. Um, I'm grateful for um, education because I'm getting ready to go and get my teaching certificate, which is really weird. Um, I'm in the process of uh, looking at programs. So, um, yeah, I'm just like... (laughs) (laughs)
2: Yeah,
1: no. <laughs> <laughs> but tell me why I was getting ready to tell you. Be like, sir, um, this is not Thanksgiving, so you can keep all your I'm grateful for <laughs> and save it until No, But no, because guess but what? what? You only had two songs. Like,
0: okay, let me let him do Flowing from my heart, or the issues of my my heart it's great gratefulness i must stop. gratefulness oh this was the come next mic come on great grateful 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 for grateful for grateful, grateful oh grateful for grateful for grateful, grateful, grateful gratefulness it's flowing from
1: my heart. <laughs> ah! mm-hmm. eh, ha! Bless the Lord. Come on in. Come on in. Usher us into the spirit. Hallelujah. Y'all don't listen
2: to Gabe. He don't know, he don't know what that means. You
0: don't know what eh, a
1: means. Just... <laughs> I'm in the bathroom. Y'all, the attack. <laughs> y'all see I had to put up with these fools, and I called them friends. I called them friends. And y'all see how they attacked me. But at least, you know, at least y'all are consistent. Y'all do this off-air and
2: obviously on-air as well, I see.
1: So, nah, not for real, though. Matter. Do y'all know what,
2: what video came up the other day that Gay posted on uh What? What was the video? You reposted that video. Um, It said, I'm black. The best part of me is I'm black and gay. And the first thing, when I saw that, like, two, what was it? <laughs> A few months ago, oh, I saw it... And I no, said, I thank God I'm black and gay. Yes. Y'all, that thing, y'all, my man had on a black carpet. I don't know what I he was.
1: you it is in <laughs> black carpet. It is not a black carpet.
2: <laughs> I said, oh, what did you get out of?
1: <laughs> <sighs> y'all, he's going to stop attacking me and my wardrobe, okay? Because everybody else no, has went up for it. Okay. Everybody else went up for that piece. Of article of clothing, so you just the only one. But okay, um, I guess I'll quickly go over my week. My week has been the usual. Um, yes, uh, I don't know what what all has happened this week. Wait, let me look at a calendar real quick. My God, help us! Okay, since the last it's time we because y'all, I really just be.
0: I mean, we all know that I'm Gabe, would be works at that studio going. day
1: in and day out. So, like, <laughs> you had lessons? Yes, I had to teach. Y'all, I had to... DeBron has been reading me for filth about this. So, unfortunately, y'all, I forgot that I had a private one day. Um, And I had showed up to the studio, like, 15 minutes late for the kids, private. And one of the teachers, he was like, Gabe, when are you supposed to be here? And I was like, actually, I really don't know. But, like, I was saying that because of something else, because we were, like, switching around, teaching, and I was, like, covering a different class and all that kind of stuff. Um, and then he was like, but remember you had a private the other day or today? And I was like, shut the hell up. And I'm literally, like, looking to the studio, and I see the kid waiting for me in for his private. And I was like, Wow. Wow. Me, forgot a whole child's private. So, you know, that was fun. So that happened within the past week. Oh, and also, y'all, our best friend got married. Like, yes, I know y'all saw that on Instagram. So shout out to now Sierra and Brinley McCulloch. Yeah. Round of ( mauv) applause. Yes. Our best friend is a whole wife out here in the streets. A whole wife and mother and mother she she had a whole baby a whole baby 2020 has been great for her it truly has been um so yes okay all right so we're gonna go ahead and keep on moving on all right so next thing up um hold on real quick micah are you there Micah. Micah, yes,
2: I was changing my shirt. Oh, oh. Well, I just started seeing a
1: map. I was like, "Is he? You know, I got really road? confused. <laughs> like, I got really confused, y'all. <laughs> so, I was like, does he have his um, guide? Is he? Is he on the way to Artem in Lovecraft? Oh, we're gonna talk. We're gonna get to that in a different episode. <laughs> I know, I know. Um, y'all, yeah, I have not started Lovecraft yet, but I will start it. And me and Devon is gonna do a whole season recap. Of it, so stay tuned for that. Um, but okay, so let's go ahead and hop on to our next segment. Not this man, that appeared in a hoodie.
0: Listen, yeah, so you I know, can't... he always wearing a
1: hoodie, always. It can be 90 degrees outside or six, six, six degrees. The man is gonna be in a hoodie. All right, it's time for taking a leave. It, yeah all right. So take it or leave it. So Micah, you've listened to the show. So you know how this segment works or should you need an explanation? Oh, refresh me.
2: Refreshing. Kidding, okay. Because refresh I forget everything.
1: <laughs> okay. That's perfectly fine. So take it or leave it. It is a segment where we have different current topics, things that are going on in the world um, that we find interesting. and just want to, dive deeper discussion into. Um so you have two options. Either you take it, give your thoughts on it, or you leave it and just let it fall by the wayside. Okay? Yes, yeah, send it on down the Nile like Moses. Amen. <laughs> Divide, fix your face. <laughs> so Divide says she found our articles <laughs> for today's episode. You can go ahead and introduce them. So all righty then
0: well um our first segment that we have is specifically about air travel. And according to the Business Insider, they're trying to figure out if there can be a new possible pathway that would make um, passengers embark on a shorter quarantine if they are flying between New York and London. So what the article talks about, it says that U.S. officials have revived talks about creating an air corridor between New York City and London and that it would allow passengers on the popular route to avoid the usual 14-day quarantine. The new system could even be running in time for Thanksgiving on November 26. the journal reported. Homeland Security official told the Wall Street Journal that work to safely encourage transatlantic travel while mitigating public health risk remained in early stages. So basically, I guess like my question for you guys is that would that be something that you would consider if you felt the need to travel after Thanksgiving, because here's my thing. Here's my thing. Um, For the people out here who are listening to the episode, um, I need people to realize that if you are traveling out of state, if you're traveling out of state, you're supposed to be quarantining. And I know a lot of people have gone on vacations and whatnot and missed COVID, which again, your life, your choice. But at the end of the day, remember you could be putting yourself and others at risk. So therefore, like, let's say me and Gabe go and take a trip to um, Texas. When we get to Texas, we're supposed to quarantine. And then when we come back home to South Carolina and North Carolina in our prospective places, we also should be quarantining because we are crossing state lines yet again. Now, again, depending on your state guidelines and policies, it might be different um, time ranges to quarantine. But I guess my thing is, is if if we're even having to, bring discussion um a possible pathway that would be safer why
1: are we on flights anyway? So I, I yeah it's, okay. it's a lot to take in. That's what um okay so I'm I'ma take it but I'm gonna take it out of the state of confusion because so I'm assuming that when they talk about this air corridor, like we're still referring to planes Yes. You, I may yes. be a little slow in this. Okay. Cause I thought, you know, since we we're a month 2020 and going into 2021, I thought we was gonna have some new future, futuristic travel to like connect us from New York to London. So, but okay, so we're getting on planes, and they're wanting to, they're trying to shorten the quarantine period. Because right
0: now, if if people aren't aware, the quarantine period from like to like when you get into New York is 14 days. Before you do anything, like, you immediately go to to where you're staying and you quarantine 14 days. And then they say, you know, it's now, you know, a responsible time for you to go out and do things. Like, I had a friend recently who moved back after being back home for a little bit. um, And her and and the person that she um, left uh, with had to quarantine together. So, um, it's roughly 14
1: days. Interesting. Okay. That is, I don't know, I mean... I feel like people still need to just quarantine until we have a vaccine or until we figure out, you know, how a person and we know what person I'm talking about can recover from COVID in three days. Um, then we need to be quarantined. I mean, that's just it. Now, I love how I'm saying that. And I myself did not follow my own What of advice, because yes, I did go to Denver and then as soon as I got back, I hopped back into these studios um, and in front of these children. But that was because me and my friends took very great precaution while we were away. Yes. um, Of course, we sanitized everything. We always make sure we had our mask on, you know. um, And we was just very, very careful about what we did. Uh, We never, like, congregated in large gatherings or whatnot uh, while we were away in denver um so yes and i don't know i just mm, i don't know i just don't feel i don't like it we can we can throw it away michael you gonna take it or leave it oh
2: i ain't got time
1: what don't you trust you don't trust the system you don't trust the man
2: no Okay, y'all better understand where like I'm coming from, because um, I mean, I'm because like I have to I actually have to travel out of the state um, next week. I have to go to Carrollton, Georgia, for two weeks for work. Carrollton. Yeah, car, car right outside of Atlanta, on the other side of Atlanta, it's like an hour from Atlanta.
1: C A R O L L T O N. Yeah.
2: How do you say that? Carlton. Okay. Yeah, whatever, I trust you because you're from Georgia. Um. Um, and so. I don't know. It just... I mean, like, I mean, like, if you think about it, like, there is still no way that you can get away from, like, this sickness. Because, like, people can be asymptomatic um, mm. and still pop up negative, but still have COVID in their body somewhere. Like, they could be a carrier. Um, and so, like, it doesn't really matter. Like, if you get it, you're going to get it. If you don't, you don't. Um, I just... I'd rather not fly anywhere and do stuff like this so I can honor other people and be safe. I understand people still want to go on vacation, but I'd rather not travel out of the country. I'll go from state to state. I don't mind that um, as long as I take precautions, like you said, Gabe. But like,
1: yeah, because I also think I feel like traveling within like the United States is, I mean, like you're still within your country's borders. So yeah, I get that. But like going from a country to another country, yeah, that can get real questionable. Yes, but all right. Okay, what we got next, Brian? What okay, for our second segment,
0: we're talking about a new Netflix series um called Deaf You. and it is curated by a series uh, creator, um, Niall DeMarco. If anybody remembers, he was on America's Next Top Model, and he was their first um, um contestant who was from the deaf community. So he decided he would create this show, and um it follows a group of friends at Gaudit University in Washington, DC, the only, the world's only liberal arts college for the deaf. And it's a show about college, hookups, activism, awkward dates, and late nights in club. It's also a show about friends forgiving identities and navigating a world not always designed for them. And the reason that I wanted to bring this up about um in our take it or leave it is because I wanted to know would you guys be interested in watching it? Because um, you know, as I teach um, young artists who want to go into this field of theater and performing um, a lot of times we'll have this conversation about how accessible arts is in general, and not only to other people who like art, but also people who are new to art. And because I performed out of state and I've performed with shows who do um, shows for deaf audiences um, you know, there is a different energy there when you have people in the audience who um, need people who can sign so they know what's happening in the story. And um, something recently that I've that I've realized is that even on TikTok, like I'll see a lot of um, users who are deaf or hard of hearing and they'll plead on people's comments, hey, put closed captioning on your videos because like we also want to be entertained. And so I think it's a really cool way to show how we need to be better about a sex ooh, excuse me, words, accessibility, because accessibility isn't about just monetary value. It's literally about making sure that people can literally latch on to what you're selling. Because again, if you want to broaden your audience, you're going to make it available for all, not just a select a few. Um, So I know for me personally, I'm very excited to watch it. Um, I'm very excited to be educated. I'm very excited um, to just become more aware because I can't come from this place of... um, well, it should be like this if I'm not even willing to step out of my comfortability to be like, hey, actually, you know what? There is more to learn. And what better way than through a show? And then also there could be things that I can pick up on um, to look up for if I need further explanation because I also have friends who sign and who um, interpret in certain events. So I'm really excited. Um, But what what are you guys' thoughts?
1: So I'm gonna take it... And I'm taking it because, first of all, I loved how the show is shining a light and giving way to, you said, it's talking about like their hookups. Like, it's like literally activism how they navigate and life while being deaf and, and or hard of
0: hearing, which I think is amazing.
1: I mean, because like, I feel like we, when it comes to anything that is other, especially when it comes to like this idea of Ability and like ableism, you know, we never get a chance to really see how other people live and that like, we still look at them as other instead of as human and that they are interweaved into our fabric. And body. I would say too, like, and that very much, they still have things to like learn. They still got things to learn. They still, you know, want to be activists. They still want to, they still hook up. People have sex. That's their people. And, like, what's crazy is that, like, as, like,
0: artists, like, actors, a lot of times we're doing that community a disservice, too, because, like, think about all the movies that you have seen where there is someone who is deaf and they're signing throughout a movie or a TV show. A lot of times, those those are Mm. full hearing people who literally then went into some room, picked up a 5% of what the actual, like, accuracy of signing is, and then they try to portray that as if they've been doing it all their lives. And, again, it's the same way with... You know, right. people who are straight, who play gay characters. Like, there is there is, there is a deeper Woo, sense girl. of realism when it's an actual person from that community doing the, the thing, you know? So I'm excited to learn. I'm excited yeah. to become aware um, because I think it's time that we have that conversation to be like, hey, we can do this a little bit better. And we need to learn how to navigate not only in their environment, but also ours because we need to make sure it's benefiting both. So... Yeah, what, do you, what are your thoughts, Micah?
2: Um, honestly, I think that's really dope. So I'm going to take it. Um, I think America has this idea of inclusion and it looks like what white people, I'm sorry, let me start over. White men want it to look like. Um,
1: Let me scoot up in this here mic. <laughs> so
2: um, I think like sometimes inclusion looks different in different scenarios for different people. Maybe you have a religious view that you may not agree with certain things. Um, and so you want to include people, but you don't want to affirm them. But in case, and that's just, it, how do I say this? It all depends on like the situation and, and where we're going with it. Um, because um, I'm always careful in the way that I affirm anybody. Because first of all, um, I do not let shame or fear have an invitation into my life. Hello, so if I'm with Come Gabe on. and Gabe is feeling bad about being being, being gay, I'm be like, first of all, stop. Let's stop that right there. Time out. We're going we're not gonna invite fear or shame into this situation because this is not a place where they belong. Um, and so there's no shame in that. Um, and so in this in, in this situation for my deaf brothers and sisters um i'm just going to say right now that we're not going to invite shame or anything into your life for being deaf god has placed you on this earth and this thing may have happened to you but i'm telling you something that in this in in this way he's going to use it and so i love things like this because it's like it's different it's new it's fresh it's it's making people feel uncomfortable and causing people to learn about other people which is something that we need to do we cannot continue to live a bonus life like oh man, this is what George Washington did. And we're just going to keep living our comfortable lives and our white picket fence and American Dream. Like, no, we need to be honest and be real and raw about the things that are happening around us. Period. This TV show? Yeah. Period. <laughs> this TV show, I haven't seen it yet. And I'm probably going to watch it. Um, and honestly, I didn't hear about that dude on America's Top. He said America's Next Top. Right? Mm-hmm.
0: It was the series where they yeah, had I, men I and women. In.
2: I didn't know about that. And so I think, honestly, round of applause for that dude. Because that's that's super dope. Um, way to be brave and go out and do that. Um, kudos to you, bro. Seriously.
0: Great.
1: Awesome. Um, were you in to say yet? Y'all might be coming in with the word. He said he's going to speak into people's lives today. In case you weren't ready. What'd um, you say? No,
0: I w- was cutting you off. I want to make sure you. I got all of it. Right. Like... Okay. So... Um, ahead, by go. the time that this episode drops, the show will be out. Um, so we can go and watch it right now because we know that it's out. but um, but yeah, um, please go on Netflix um, watch it and like be ready to have that conversation with like your friends because like legitimately it's all about awareness, right? Um, and then also what's really cool too is that that's gonna open up the door more for more shows, more television series, more movies that are more inclusive, that don't just represent white people doing white things. And that's just my personal opinion because a lot of times, again, you look at these networks and you, you see white, white, white people stories on being told. So, yeah. Okay, so um, for our last, take it or leave it, I'm talking about um, white people. <laughs> for our last, take it or leave it, um, this is coming from the shape Room, um, and it's about Ooh. our fans, our K. Michelle fans, um, kind of being um, disturbed by some of her more recent tweets. Um, one specific line saying, I just can't do it anymore. Um, so regarding um, just kind of her current state of where she is in life, she made a post on Twitter, I believe, that said, I got a girl in DM blackmailing me for money, telling me my husband, um, I'm stalking her. My grandma just had a stroke. I got people trying to stop my career. I have people making fun of my surgery and health. I have a random dude I never slept with lying on me. I just can't do it anymore. I'm tired of always just being messed with and lied on. No matter how hard I try, people still manage to find a way to find something wrong with me or a way to gain clout. I'm over it. Yeah, I'm strong, but I'm tired. I just don't want to be here no more. Um, And there's some more things that she posted um, saying, um, it's like the universe just won't let me be. I really just want to be left alone. I'm over it. Um, Since then, K. Michelle has since deleted the tweets. However, she never explained what was behind her messages and fans are still on high alert. Um, There's a lot to unpack, but I'm going to let you guys go first. (laughs)
1: I, <laughs> okay, um, I think this, take it or leave it, I'm taking it, obviously, um, lends itself into people understanding that just because you are in the limelight, that does not mean that you all of a sudden become invincible. And that your money solves all your problems. um. Because with more notoriety be, and more money, more money, more problems. Like, I mean, and that's just, it is what it is. Like, it's just, you know, um, because Lord knows I want a bigger bank account, but if coming with a bigger bank account means people about to be trying to blackmail me and slander my name for, what a couple hundred, a couple bands. But like, I really just, anywho, moving on. Like, I just really think we need to understand that people are still human and that the demand of fame and so forth, like that gets to people. That truly gets to people and, like, people wonder why people just, like, leave their careers. You know, just, like, they could have been at the top of their game or on the way to the top of the game. And people just buy out. I mean, bow out because, like, it's, it becomes too much. Like, that is really a lot of – that's a lot of things to go through. And then to have, like, family going on on top of that. And then to have your own health issues. Child. But I really do hope that she is taking care of herself. Like – I really do hope that she has a circle that is caring about her and really, like, wrapping their arms around her and making sure, you know, that they are being her support system. Because another thing is that is when you become come with all this money, I have seen a lot of times is that when shit hits the mm-hmm. fan, you ain't got nobody really to be there for support. So I really do hope that, like, but I feel like Kate Michelle, like, seeing her, how she interacts on, like, reality television, and yes, reality television is very much, we gotta take it with a grain of salt, but I feel like she has weeded out the people, you know, and I feel like she has developed a strong support system around her, but if anything else, I just need y'all to understand fame takes a toll on people, so back the hell up, okay? Get off people's necks and let them live, and that's all I'm gonna say about that.
2: Michael? Anybody else? Um, can I be honest with y'all? Girl, I, I don't think I know who K Michelle thing. is, but so I'm going to talk about um, her. <laughs> y'all, I don't have TV. or I don't get on the I, TV, I, on the like I used to. If, if you knew me back in the day, you'd be like, Mike you'd is always on his phone. Now, if you knew me, I'd be like, bruh. I'm screaming. I'm in the but that's how like, you know he's baby. like,
0: save, save. Because y'all, like, like, I be in the car with Micah, and when I mean, like, we are bumping, like, Maverick City music, Toxer Cobbs, Hill song,
2: like, all of it. That's it. Yeah.
0: Um, that's <laughs> funny. <laughs> At least you're being honest. Actually, <laughs> At least you're being um, honest. I leave um, But Honestly, I, I will say this.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll say this, though. Um, K Michelle is like such a wonderful songwriter. Like she actually has like a like a really yeah. good pen. Like she's written for a lot of people. Um and what's sad about it is that she's one of these artists out here who has literally had to fight for a place in this business.
1: No, like, claw. literally clawing yeah, her she way she through. To claw.
0: Um so to hear her story where she just don't want to do it no more, like 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 that really my heart breaks for her. Um And I think what also that says is that fame literally kills like we've seen it before. It's not just K. Michelle. We saw it with Whitney. We saw it with Michael. Um, There's so, I mean, the list literally goes on and on. Um, And I think what's important is that I think it's important to number one, have a great legal team. I'm going to say that because it needs to be said. Um, But also to like, kind of like what I said at the beginning of the episode, like, there's literally nothing better than the peace of the Lord, but also praying for discernment, praying that we're making connections um, with people who are serving us and are on are, are the pathway that we're trying to go. Because, again, if you're bearing sour fruit, I won't. I don't want none of your fruit. I want fruit that's really going to keep me healthy, that's going to sustain me, that's going to nurture me. Um, and so with Kama share I hope she has those people around her who was nurturing her, who was lifting her up, who was praying for her, who was praying for her. Like, because it's, it's important that when you are on a level like that, that you have people who truly are trying to do good by you. Because again, it don't even have to be, you know, the entourage. You can be with church people and then find out later because the Holy Spirit don't lie that they literally are plotting against you because I've had that experience before. So, You know, my heart goes out to her and I'm praying for her and I'm and I'm praying for her spirit, but I also am praying that she like literally rests with the father because Mm. I want her to find peace Mm. more than anything. More than a record label, more than you know, an album being sold. Like I want her to find peace because you can literally gain everything in this world and still be depressed, still be overwhelmed, still be anxious. Um and I feel like we all in this room. Have felt that at a certain point, if not still feeling it. Um, so my heart goes out to her. Yes, I'm praying for her. I'm praying for her family, um, and I hope she gets her just due because she's she's owed that as well. Because my word also says that the Lord will make the enemy your footstool. So um, you know my my Ooh. heart goes out to her. Um, but yeah, that's all my take it or leaves it. Um, leaves it. That's all of my take it or leave it um, segments. So. Gabe, do you want us to lead us into our discussion for this evening? Yes!
1: Come on. All right. So our discussion for today, um, um, when this episode premieres, it will be just about two weeks away. Y'all, hold up, we gotta take a breath because I just got. Gonna... <laughs> little... Oh gosh, my breath. heart started beating fast. <laughs> 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 All right, so we are about two weeks out from election day. Two weeks from finding out if this country and this democracy will continue to spiral in tyranny um, and in turmoil or will we have someone who may at least just put a band-aid on it, so then we can gather our bearings and shift our wigs and really figure out where this country is going next. Um, yes. So I wanted to just take some time to not necessarily talk about the current political state. I mean, as just because of the topical discussion is bound to happen. We're going to talk about it. But I just really wanted to, like, really discuss and dive in with um, our friends about election and like voting and just our relationship to voting. And, you know, again, just stressing why it's so important to go out and have your voice heard and be a part, be an active citizen of these here United States of America. Because if you are going to live here, I need you to participate because we are now at the point where you can no longer idly stand by. If nothing else these past four years have not shown you is that you cannot sit here and stand by. We cannot just passively let elections and the voting process just happen and just be like, okay, we're going to go with it as is. No, I need us to be even more vigilant about everything. We like we have to make sure we are going for it, and we have to make sure we are making our voices heard out here in these streets. Yes. Um along with the protesting, along with you know, dismantling structural and like institutionalized race system and Everything else under the sun. We need to make sure we are putting leaders that actually care about its constituents. That actually care about the people that they were elected to vote and actually care for them. So I'm actually, oh gosh, I started saying a lot. So that's our introduction. Okay, just go ahead, DeBron. You got thoughts. <laughs> what you got? What you got for it? Um, wait, DeBrian, really quickly. Uh I don't think we we're hearing I you. I needed my mic very because
0: well. I was definitely partaking in okay. um a beverage, so I didn't want to be slurping in my mic. Um because y'all know I'm bad. You don't want to give us a nice little <laughs> <swear And> ASMR. I'm really bad about how I treat my food and my beverages. Anyway, um <laughs> so I was talking with some friends of mine and I was just like, hey, I was like, what are some um things that you wish you knew the first time you went to go vote. And one thing that a really good friend of mine said was that, you know, you feel so pressured, like overall, like when Mm. you get there, when you're trying to pick who you want, who you think you want. um, There's just this, layer to it all and i mean me and you talked about this gabe like when it comes to social media when it comes to text messages when it comes to what you're getting in the mail like like legitimately i went to go get my mail and i was like what is all this stuff that i did not sign up for and so there there is this weight of okay well how do i make a choice that i know that's my choice and not no one else's but also feel like i'm still doing my due research and i'm doing my due diligence Um, it can be very, very overwhelming. And um, for a lot of people who also look at percentages as far as political parties go, um, right now, there's going to be a huge influx of young people going to the polls this year who have never voted before, who literally registered to vote this year. And so you're going to have literal, Mm. I mean, I don't want to call them kids because they're not kids, but you're going to have younger people who are getting this experience like thrown at them because i mean this year it's just gone up a whole different ample of material of clickbaiting of manipulation mm-hmm. of brainwashing of diluting actual factual things that people need to know because that's an issue too i mean we have certain people um who look very cheeto like who downplay a lot of statistics and facts and Again, if you're not doing your your needed reading, you can be taken advantage of, even in the polling office. So Mm -hmm. um, that's kind of like the first thing that comes to my mind.
1: But that's all I got right now, Michael. What you got?
2: What you got? I'm gonna try not to get upset and cry when I talk about this, Um, because there's there are a number of issues that I have with like a lot of people. Um, specifically those who are not of color, some my white brothers and sisters, Um, the things that I've seen on the Gram, seen them say. um, And here's the first thing. Um, It's really hard for you to talk to black people and tell them that they should vote for Trump. Um, When he said so many hateful things about them, he has not tried to change anything. The, the things that, he Come on did, now. that even throughout history before being president, like the Central Park Five, he literally wanted them all to talk die. about it. He had no information of what was going on. And so it, it's it is it is really hard and tough for. And I hope somebody that wants to know Trump hears this podcast, because I want you to hear this, especially if you're a Christian. Here's the first thing. Do not bring scripture into this. giving a, a, a try to give a, a biblical Um, rhetoric to to why we should vote for Trump, because there's nothing within the word of God that is breathed that says that we should vote for anyone um, or give us a reason to vote for them. Um, And now Romans 13 does tell us that we should pray for our leaders, um, which I have been struggling to do, but I'm doing it because I want to be obedient to the father. But at the same time, it's hard for me not to be angry. And and literally, your scripture tells us that's okay. To be angry, do not sin. You can be angry, upset. There's a righteous anger, there's righteous indignation. You can be there's a holy anger where you can be pissed off because people are being hurt. Um, two, um, if we're being honest, I was telling um the and Gabe this earlier, um, that there's like two options that really have because if you vote third party, the reality is that there's not really a vote going anywhere because nobody's gonna vote third party. They're gonna get like maybe what point five percent of the two percent two percent five. Um and so like, if I vote for one president, there's a, there's a support of of abortion, which I don't necessarily agree with, but at the same time that's a woman's choice, and and the Holy Spirit, and the Father has given us choice. It's not like He looks at us and says, "Don't do that, or you're going to hell." It's like, "This is your choice. You do what you want to do." Um, and there's there may be some conviction that sets in, but that's a whole other topic that we can talk about later. So that's one thing. Also <laughs> for me. I mean, I work with kids, so like I love children. Um, and so that's a big conviction for me and myself, because I'm just like, man, I love these kids. And, like, I want to see them change the world. Like, um, But I also don't know the backstory of their, mo- their mother and what has happened to them and how they got to this place. Um, but mm-hmm. the other option is I vote for a person who doesn't like Black people who literally said, and I don't know how people are like misreading this in the debate. Um, he didn't try to go against um, white supremacy. Um, come on, come on. But also, he demeans women. Um, for me to be working at a Chick-fil-A and hear a man come to the drive-thru and said, if Trump said women are whores because they dress like one, then that's what they are. And I'm just like, well, I guess your wife is a whore because she has on a skirt that's too short. And I know the churches I go to, they don't like that. So is, is that the same way? Or, do, are we, or are we basing our restrictions off of other people because the people don't <laughs> care about what we love? Um, and so here's the thing and this is I'm talking to the church I'm not talking to those who, who don't know the Lord and who don't care about church we'll leave y'all aside because the scripture also tells us that um people that don't know the gospel it, it sounds foolish alright I, I don't expect y'all like,
1: <coughs> never, Yo, never, Michael I, came in he said he is going to give you he's going to lead you to the well honey I
2: would, the, never, I would <laughs> never expect you if you're listening to this and you don't Believe in God, or you don't, you you don't go to church, or whatever your situation is. And I don't, I do not. There is no expectation. There is no, no, sh- there, there. I don't have any expectation for you to, like, give me a reason for whatever. Um, all I have for you is grace and peace and love. And I'm like, I'm gonna listen to you. What are you saying? I'm like, all right. Um, but this is for the church. BLM, Black Lives Matter. I need y'all to understand that. So whenever I go to the polls, understand that while we do still have left and right, it shouldn't be about left and right. It should never be about left and right. It should be about the kingdom, vertical, it's vertical. This is what we what do we we need to think about. Like what is going to further the kingdom of God? Now, going about that, do whatever you need to do. Am I gonna be mad at you if you vote for Trump? I honestly won't. Am I gonna be mad at you if you vote for Biden? I really don't care. Um but here here is the reality is that I want you when you when you go to the go to these polls to seriously think and pray and be like okay holy spirit what am i doing here right now i'm looking at all these issues and this is why it's important to learn about all the people that we're voting for do your research like i just got this big ass poster from Jamie Harrison <laughs> which i'm kind of annoyed they sent me a poster i don't know why he did that but um but, like, really, really hone in and understand what you're doing and voting for. Um, because regardless of that, these two these two leaders that we have to vote for in the next few weeks are idols. They're little G-gods to a lot of people, and they're going to fall hard. <laughs> um, and they're just going to waste away and fade away. So the reality is is that, I mean, we're good. The kingdom is never shaken. But also look into the political side. um, Be smart about what you're voting for. I wish, I really wish, Michelle would have came back. I love that woman to death, with all my heart. Like Barack and Michelle are my goals. They're literally like my mentors from afar. I love them. Like I want to be as great as a husband as Barack has been to his wife. Like I want to look at my wife. Come
1: on, because you know what? (laughs) What I mean, like that was. If anyone wants to, like, look at a quote-unquote relationship goal, like, I would say the Obamas is something to maybe model your relationship after. But you said something about education and um, educating yourself on who you're voting for. Y'all, you really have to. I need people to truly understand why you have to take the time And the research and do the research, excuse me, about what these candidates are about and how they are going to affect you. And these are not just your presidential candidates. So let me, I want to make sure everyone hears me clearly. Yes, the president is important. Who governs our entire country is important. But what's Also important, if not even just a bit more slightly important, is those who are your local leaders. Who is your mayor? Who is your city commissioner? Who is your district attorney? Who is on your state Supreme Court? Who is your governor? These people will quickly and have more of an effect and change on your way of life than whoever's in the White House. There are things that can literally happen to you day in and day out that can be affected within 24 hours, within weeks, by someone signing off on a document because those are your local leaders. Those are the people that's important, and those are the people you really need to do education on. But educating yourself anyway is super important because do not go in out here and vote in these polls blind. Do not go blind. Y'all do not go ignorant. Do not just be on a hope and a prayer. Because let me tell you, when especially when it comes to my relationship to voting and like my now six years of being eligible to vote, you know, I, I didn't really know. I didn't really know. It and I just took my father's word. He was like, this is who you need to go for it. vote for this person, vote for this person, vote for this person. And I didn't know who, what John, Billy, and Billy Goat was about. Like, I didn't know if they had any intentions on serving me and my community well, if they were going to affect my way of life in the way I wanted to. But that was because, you know, I'm 18, 19. But now being at the ripe age and grown age of 24, I need you to be very, very aware about who's doing what and why they're doing it. Because we do not time. I'm a, I am feel like I'm going to repeat myself a lot this episode, but I just... I trying to stress a point. I need you to be very aware. We do not have time to sit idle and just let things passively go by.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We we just don't have time. We don't. Go ahead DeBron, what you got? So, something that I
0: do a lot when it comes to parties, people that I want to give my vote to, I will go online. Um, A great source is ballot media because it'll tell you um things that you can vote for in your state um i'll go to sources like that and i will literally type in the person's name who is nominated and i will look at who their donors are because something that i will quickly go to understand will be what type of party and what type of um Rights and morals and ethics you have that are already getting into your party. Because, for instance, for instance, when we were voting on. Listen, because numbers don't lie. You've heard me say this in several episodes, Gabe. Numbers do not lie. And if I go on your site, because most of these people have their official campaigning sites, if I go on there and I'm looking at donors, and some of these donors are big heads of donors for the NRA. We have a problem because I'm an educator. When I have kids walk into my classroom, I'm having this thought process in my head, and it's not every day, but it is often that I think to myself, in the worst case scenario, can I defend these kids? If it's a literal situation of them or me, I'm going to pick them every single time. And again, I should not have to think about that. I should be thinking about packets I got to pass out for a midterm. I shouldn't be thinking about, okay, how we're going to barricade the door. Is there a way of exit? Is there a way for us to call and get um, administrative aid? Like, I should not have to think about that. But again, for those of you who don't know, like I sub at my old high school, like the high school that I graduated at, I am a substitute at. And then I'm currently looking at teaching programs and, you know, Even for the summer camps and the other art initiatives that I've taught for, those are thought processes that I have. Because it's a real thing. We live in a day and age where there literally is a school shooting once every month, at least. Mm -hmm. And the only reason that we didn't get a shooting every month this year was because everybody was literally at home quarantining. That's the only reason. But some people, a man who looks kind of like a Cheeto, decided that he was going to use it as an initiative to talk about how he's trying to protect the children. That wasn't on his accord. So, again, it's different things like that. When I go to the polls, I'm thinking about the children that I have to teach. I'm thinking about my cousins who are who are in elementary schools who don't even realize Oh, when they're doing an active shooter drill, like they're hiding under a desk or they're hiding in a closet because they're trying to stay quiet. Like it doesn't even go past their brain. They're just used to doing it as a habit. Now, again, not to go on a tangent, but like I remember my first active shooter drill wasn't until like my senior year of high school. Like we didn't do them because it wasn't a it wasn't a huge um, concern in America at that point. Like, normally it was a fire drill and possibly a tornado drill. But, like, I didn't really get my first, like, active shooter, active after, active shooter drill until, like, junior, senior year. Listen, listen, y'all, it's late. The tongue twisters are for real. Um, but, again, it's just like, but yeah. you know, we have to think about other people and not ourselves anymore. Like, there's too much at stake.
1: And, like, with there being, like, too much at stake, like, I just want everyone to know because I think also there's, like, this push for, like, this election and, like, people voting now is at an all-time high. Like, there's such a national push. Like, I've never seen, because recently I received inside my mailbox, um a like, several pamphlets, about, like, information, like, detailed information about who all is, um, on the ballots for North Carolina. Um, now, it's maybe, it could just be because I haven't, like, sat in one place long enough, you know, or especially with my voter registration being in Georgia, X, Y, and Z. Um, but for me, like, I don't know, like, we talked about social media, and I think this is something, like, I always want, um, I wanted to kind of, like, dive into more, but, like, I know everyone has talked about voting, but like, is it just me or do we feel like this year and this election has, like, there's so much push out there? Because like, we've had social media around, we've had, um, we've, yeah, the way social media has been around, like, we've gone through like several elections, but like, I feel like now, like this time around, like, there is so much so much being thrown at us, um, in in regards of like the idea of voter registration, about who's being elected, like just everything else that I think is a little more than before. And I just want to know, like, are we like feeling a little overwhelmed? You know, is this like possibly like a little like overwhelming? Like, is this too much information? Um, and then why do you think like there is such a such a push, like such a I keep saying push, but like, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, An initiative to like get information um, out there and get people voting. Like, if anyone wants to take, if anyone got
2: any idea, here is the reason why social media such a big platform is because of the invention of the camera. Um, we see that within this year. That so many things have been brought to light about the truth about how things were. A lot of people were ignorant to. Um, let's just big topic. No, let's start with the Me Too movement, with um, with rape and women being um, sexualized, um, maybe being mistreated. Um, and here's the thing with this right here. Um, God bless the person who made that because it, it has finally brought to light something that people tried to hide for so long. And whenever you would try to talk to that young lady, she's either afraid um, it was too late because um, she went to the police and we all know about the police. They don't do well. They try to hide stuff. Not all of them, but there are some who are crooked and shady um, or um, maybe she did not make it through that situation. Um, but, Um, we think about stuff like that and how honestly the Me Too movement is such a God-ordained movement that the Lord is like, nah, we're going to bring things to light right now because we're not going to continue to have this happen to daughters in my creation on Earth. This will not be a thing. We think about racism. um, Things are being brought to light. People are saying racist things. I was just talking. I was... I'm just about an argument with the, the old Chick-fil-A I used to work at in Seneca and about how I said that their operator was racist. And you know what? I believe that he is. I believe that he says some racist things. I believe they fired me, not because I didn't work hard enough it was because I was a black man who wasn't going to take any crap from anybody. Just because you were my manager. I was going to respect you, but you weren't just going to say anything to me that you wanted to. Um, because first of all, I'm worth more than that. Um, and so, yeah, um Social media has brought light to a lot of things um, because you can't change what happens on the camera. I mean, you can go on an iMovie, but nobody's going to take out the work to do that. Um, you can stage things, but you can tell that it's staged. But when you see a black man getting shot in the back um, seven times, um, 12 times, yeah. you're just like, well, that wasn't staged, that was real. What was he what was he reaching for? It doesn't matter what he was reaching for. The point is that he didn't have to shoot him. Come on. Um, and so we we see things like this and like people are pushing like people are pushing on social media because they're just like, do you not see this video? What in your pride tells you that this video isn't wrong? Mm. what in, what what in your head and your heart tells you that this video is staged? A black man, a black woman being killed, being abused. A woman being abused by a man. Well, what in your, when your right mind says, oh, that's okay. That's why social media is such a big push. Now, social media can also be terrible because it can bring about tones that don't mean to be brought about. Like, when, you, when I'm talking to y'all right now, you understand because you see my face, you see my body language, and you hear my tone. Um, but if I'm just talking to you over social media, we don't know the tone of the person because we don't see their body language or or their 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 facial expressions. Um, and so that's why all that is like important. Um, and so social media can be an incredible platform for you to use your voice, but it can also be a terrible platform for you to use your voice because you can go gun to blazing and hurt a lot of people and not mean to you. Um, and so with things like racial reconciliation, exposing racism, exposing those men who are rapists, maybe those women who are rapists, um, great because they need to be exposed. We don't have time for them to be sitting in the dark all the time. Um, Yes, there is grace, but grace also looks like you going to jail and you learn your lesson in spending time with somebody, whoever you want to spend time with in that place. Um, (laughs) But, (laughs) um, but like we, we, we have to get to a point where we understand that social media can be both damaging but also produce fruit um but it's up to Mm. you as a person of how you're going to do that um so yeah
1: De brian thoughts about just do you feel like overwhelmed about all the information and like the push for voting um
0: I will say this. It's not even that I'm overwhelmed with like the marketing because we because I mean we knew the marketing would be crazy this year just because um, of the different parties and how you know they're trying to um, dilute what the other party says about the same issues. Um, I think what gets to me is the mindsets of the common people of the day-by-day people, the coworker, um, the church member, um, the parent, um, seeing those type of mindsets who aren't moved. Um, because again, they're looking at, they're, they're reading the same articles that I'm reading. Um, they're watching the same debate that I'm watching and still, um, their mindsets have not moved. Their mindsets haven't changed, and when they see me, and I'm overwhelmed with the mess of it all, the backlash of it all. Because again, at the end of the day, it's black men and women who are the ones that have to deal with the ignorant people. Um, they look at us and they're just like, "Oh, well, it's not that bad," or, or you know, I, I've I've been told. Um, well, you know, President Trump, you know, he's he's one that's been in charge of, you know, increasing, you know, um, employment and not unemployment. And I'm just like, how? Like, are we truly not looking at the same articles? Are we really not looking at the same numbers? Because they have not, th- like, literally. Well, actually, you would be surprised.
1: A lot of people aren't looking at, and that's the um, thing. The it's articles, just like due to social media, right?
0: Right, and like, mm-hmm. and and what I have learned. Is that people are going to look at what they want lot? They're going to look at what they want to look at, and they're going to believe what they want to believe in. No matter what you say to them, no matter what testimony you give them, they're literally going to be set in their ways. And for some people, it's not even being set in their ways; it's literally out of tradition. Well, my mom has always voted this party, so I'm going to vote this party. And I used to think that was like a hee hee ha ha joke until I actually had conversations with people and they're just like, Oh yeah, my whole, my whole family is like Republican. And I'm just like, okay, like, but is it that you guys are like actively looking at what these officiates are talking about? Because you can be Republican. Yes. You can um, assert yourself with that group. But again, your officiate who was docked under the Republican party, they may be pushing out initiative that isn't Republican like, So you have to be aware of that as well. And I mean, I have to use this, this scenario, Um, you know, the idea of um, Pence during the debate talking about abortion and talking about Planned Parenthood and how, um, and how um, our beautiful, our our beautiful Miss Harris got him together. And she was like, well, why can we not make, women make their own choice about their bodies. And like, for me, because I'm like, Micah, like my heart goes out to those, those children who haven't come into the world yet. Um, My heart goes out to them, but also at the same time, like I have also said that if I am in a relationship and, and my girlfriend doesn't want a child, like they don't want to like conceive a child, like I'm not going to be like, okay, well, like you have to, like it's your given, right? Like, no, because it's just like her body, her choice, if she wants to have kids, great. If she doesn't want to have the kids, great. If she wants to adopt, great. But again, there are some people who are just like, oh, well, it's wrong. And they should be ashamed of themselves. And I'm just like, okay. But like, again, let's make sure that we are looking at the actual issue at hand. Because here's the thing. If you are taking out Planned Parenthood, people are still going to have abortions. Come on. If you steal, Because we know America. Right. We will find one way right. or another. And I will even say about the whole gun thing, if you take all the guns off of 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 society, if you take them out of the hood, out of the city, like, people are still going to find a black market system to where they can still get an AR-15. Like, it's not going to go away. It isn't a Band-Aid fix. It is a process, but we have to be willing to meet each other halfway and have that conversation. It's the same thing that we said in our first episode. It's about bridging the gap. And there aren't people right now, Mm -hmm. at least the majority, who are willing to sit in no man's land and say, we're going to figure this out now. We're going to sit here. We're going to cry it out. We're going to yell at each other until we figure it out. A lot of people just don't want to do that. They don't have that desire. They would much rather be set in their... Um, comfortability and go to the polling site and go, oh, well, mom and dad did this this way. So I'm just going to continue to do it this way because I don't know no better. And they're comfortable with that. And that's what makes me upset because I'm just like, you don't even realize what you're buying into.
1: Right. But both of y'all bring it up, like, the idea of, like, you know, abortion and just the true intentionality behind it makes me think of um, a tweet that AOC or Ale- Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, um, you know, the badass woman that is in our U.S. House um, House of Representatives, um, that she snatches people together. Yes. So for those in New York and District Court team, make sure you vote her back in because we need more people like her, okay? Make sure she gets another term. Um, But yes, she says... She said a tweet, when politicians use faith as an excuse to pass and uphold laws that seize control of people's bodies, but not guarantee them health care, feed the poor, shelter the homeless, or welcome the stranger, you have to wonder if it's really about faith at all. I just want that to sit in you your spirits. You know what
2: that reminds me of? What? When these slave masters used to rape these black women. And said, it. Come on! Because God told him to. But I'm going to sip my tea and I'm going to shut up.
1: Uh uh-uh. uh. Go ahead, pour the tea for the rest of it. Everybody else needs the tea. Distribute the tea, please.
2: No, for real, guys. I'm going to tell you why. Uh, ah! <laughs> 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 so I had to go to, I didn't have to go, but I... my campus bachelor made it go really bad. So that I can make a change in these men's life, um, to a men's retreat, um, which I really don't want to go to because there's so much Trump supporters, and they all have big personalities, and they're all in the army, and there's a lot of stuff I can go into about that. Oh God, but, I just got so stressed. Oh God. Here's the thing, um, I was in the Pigeon Forge, which I found out very quick is a very big Trump town. I did not know Tennessee was very pro-Trump until I got up there. Um, they had a Trump store. Um, you did it. Yes, they have a truck <laughs> store, a whole store. And I'm not talking about like on the side of the street under a tent. I mean like a whole ass building. Um, so, oh my God. I went into this Christian store. Um, and this is when I get in the scripture. And this is when I. I I'm going to finish the story. And there's this license plate that said, Real Women Vote for Trump, Romans 13, 1 through 2. Now, excuse my language, but this is what I said to the woman. I said, "How the fuck does Romans 13, 1 through two tell you that people should vote for Trump?" I said, "This is how- you know this what. This is false. This is what Revelation talks about. Beware of false, false teaching. This Hello, is false teaching is what that is because that has nothing to do with the word what God has said. That is not first of all hermeneutically right. That is not how you should interpret that because that doesn't even talk about." Voting for a person that you think should be voted for just because they make you feel comfortable as a Southern white woman who doesn't care about. Let me stop. Um, but also the story, but right. like, but also the story that story also <laughs> pickaninnies in it. Um, it, was- it had
1: what? Run that back! Run that back! Turbo,
2: the story beside it had pickaninnies in it. Pickaninnies, slave figurines. If you don't know what pickaninnies are, pickaninnies were this like little cartoonist show. Um, and educate, like, Micah. TV, educate. But also um, in newspaper articles that were put to portray white people dressed up in blackface. The, the black people were kind of like demon-ish, devil um, It was to demean, um, distort, um, and devalue. Talk people. about it. And so a lot of times you see figurines in your grandparents' house and there's those little black figurines that kind of look like like an old grandma or, or a grandpa. Mammy
0: is what we call them.
2: Um, and they're known as pickaninnies. And they're very racist because they're, they're mean to demean. A lot of Southern people have them in the house because it, it became some, something that's like a um, a fixture for them to have to make their house look better. But it also shows that they want to somehow keep control of Black people under their arm, under under their fist, Um well, let me tell you what my Bible tells me is that the enemy will be my footstool and I would come on. My hand. And so, um, <laughs> here's the thing that y'all need to understand was what Gabe is talking about. Like guys, when you, when you use scripture, I really need you to be careful. I don't care what background you're in. I don't care if you're gay or straight. I don't care if you're left or right. I don't care where you are. Be Careful with how you use it. If you're going to use it, make sure you do your research. Just like you're doing your research with the political issues, I need you to do your research with this because the reality is that the Word of God is a two-edged sword and it's strong. Like it literally, like like when it, when Bible says there's life and death in the power, tell me it there's is literally life and death. It in the power. is. <laughs> like you think about you being mean to somebody in the school, you could be a bully. Literally, that one instant can cause that young young kid to be the school shooter in the school because you decided to choose death instead of life. Um, or you can tell somebody, hey, how are you? You chose you choose life instead of death. And so, like, you have to be careful with the words that you use and that come out your mouth. So, whenever you use that scripture, be careful. So that's why I said that to that woman in that story because I was just like, Do you realize what you just did here? In reality, you just mm-hmm. made a mockery of who God is because you literally use this in the wrong context. This is this is I'm not gonna go that far because I don't think that is that's that's what it is. But it's, it's it's not correct. And then this is why people feel unsafe to come to church. This is why black and black, black, black people feel unsafe to come into a white church. This is why people of the LGBTQ community feel unsafe to come into the church because people use scripture in the wrong way. And they and they show a, a God of hate instead of a God that is kind. Because here's the reality is that God's wrath is not complete without his love. Mm. And people need to understand that. So but we're not get it on topic yet. That's for this sort another of time. But, guys.
1: I mean, but, like, it's really funny because, like, I was driving back from um, visiting my friend up in Raleigh. Um, or, Cary to be exact. And I was driving home. And I went through this very... <laughs> y- y'all, I was, I was scared for my life, okay? Um, the route that I go, it always takes me through this. So, I always try to make sure I travel throughout... In the day, you know, as black people, where we gotta go through our checklist, make sure we're traveling through the day, make sure we know someone knows where we are, X, Y, and Z. Um, just because if shit hits the pan, you know, um someone at least knows a starting point of our where the last time our body was located. But anywho, moving on. So, and I saw several things, you know. Of course, I saw Trump flags. I saw, you know, um, Black Lives Matter, I mean, excuse me, not Black Lives, Blue Lives Matter, and coupled with a Trump flag. I said, oh, that's a new one for me. Um, But then I saw on this woman's car, and it says, Jesus is my savior. Trump is my president. And when I said that little bumper sticker had me, my brain rattled because I said, what Jesus got to do with this? What does he <laughs> what does he have to do with who your president is and who you subscribe to and would like for it to continue to be the president? And then what also shook me going back to earlier and the Me Too movement was when I saw this lady card and she said, um, it said woman for Trump women vote Trump or like women for Trump or something like that, Trump for president. And I said, women? You mean the same people who he goes grab by their genitals? The same people who he dehumanizes? The same people who he diminishes? Like, women? Y'all go up for this, man? And yes, I made sure I got beside the people and looked into their window. And yes, they were both white women who was driving around with this on their vehicles. And I said, wow! But y'all be the same white women who want to scream feminism and scream equality. But then when black people and black women want to get a part of the conversation, never mind. Backspace, delete, delete, delete. But then when Black women are doing something for you, then you want to write their coattails. Man, for, I almost flipped my dining room table. Y'all, I truly almost just flipped my table at the thought of. Like, that shit really sent me. But, like, it's just really crazy. This whole idea, especially when it just comes to voting, like, the... Uh, so, I don't want to say assumptions, but the reaches, the the ideologies that people are subscribing to in order to support their vote, like to give reason and give validity to why they're voting for who they're voting for. And this is not a, we hate Trump. I mean, but we don't like him (laughs) podcast, (laughs) you know, let's get that straight. (laughs) We do not care for that Cheeto, that hot dog that is in office. But, um, (laughs) <laughs> it's just really crazy. to like the extremes that people will go to to affirm their reasoning to affirm their political um what is it their political standing yes, like so, but I think we said all we need to say any final thoughts, friends before we move on
0: to go ahead Danai. I will say this um because before we close out, I do want to say that if you are are choosing to do a mail-in ballot, please please know the guidelines and policies. Number one, if you are in South Carolina, you cannot take a picture of your ballot who you are voting for because it would literally get counted invalid. Because I remember last term, I saw nothing but selfies from people I graduated with. (laughs) and i'm just like it's cute or whatever but like that's why they give you that i voted sticker you take a picture with the sticker not your ballot because literally every vote matters and what um i said about um media about ballot media like it's the same thing like make sure you go on there and you know what the policies are what specific things you are voting on who you are voting for like things like that. Like you need, and your to, know, you need to know your deadline. Don't be line. one of these people who it's the week of, and you're like, oh my gosh, let me, let me send in my ballot. Don't be that type of person. Um, I also wanted to say, um, you know, as I was asking my friends about, you know, things that they um, wish they knew their first time. I also wrote out this little thing about something that I would tell myself and I want to say it here because I, I I do want to speak specifically to my young Black people who are going out to the polls. This is what I said if I could go back and say, you know, what I know now to my younger self who went to go vote. Um, you are your ancestors answered prayer. You get to embark and utilize a right that your elders literally killed for. You not only are honoring your yes. spirit, but theirs as well. You are their faith turned to flesh. You honor that by showing up. You pave it forward by doing your due diligence, by by preparation before showing up. It's your birthright to show up and not only show up, but show out. So legitimately, no matter what social media says, no matter what you hear, your family and your friends talk about know what you feel led to do. You have to lead by that because you owe it to your ancestors, your elders who literally were the ones sitting on the bus, the ones that were literally sitting at these diners who literally got spit upon. You owe it to them because some of these people didn't get to see their fruition lived out. They didn't get to see their fruits bear lived out. So you owe it to them. No matter how you feel, no matter how you feel about the media, about how they're playing the virus, no matter how you feel about media and what the news says, literally do your due diligence because you owe it to them. Stop making it about yourself. Don't be a narcissist this year. Show up and show out because literally every vote matters. And that's all I'm going to say because I'm tired of being emotional.
2: I'll say this. Um. Understand this. If you vote for Trump and you're a Christian, you're not going to hell. Okay. If you vote for Biden, Gabe, fix your face. If you vote for Biden, (laughs) you're you're not going to hell. That For the Lord to decide your salvation over a political vote is way too shallow, and he he's not a shallow person. He's not a shallow guy.
1: Because I'm telling you, y'all better be lucky I am not God, because <laughs> Oh,
2: Gabe is stupid. If Gabe becomes president, please don't vote for him, because Lord has mercy. He is so, he is so petty. We all be in trouble. Period. Time out, time out.
1: You would now slander my future political career, because yes, I am going to run for office within the next 10 years, but let's not do that. Don't, don't do, do that here. No. Oh,
2: I'm in the room. <laughs> don't <it>. please don't. <laughs> we done been blown up because he done got mad and sent some off top of his head, <laughs> <laughs> like that. And there's nothing like that. Gabe don't need tweets. He just gonna call you and tell you, text you.
1: <laughs> yeah. I'm gonna be like,
2: well, get the prime minister on the phone.
1: Let me tell you about yourself real quick. Like (laughs) I will be that kind of I will. I will be like, oh boy, I don't like how you said that. So what's good? Because I already got my nuke set. For real,
2: for real, for real. For real though, guys. Um I want to echo what DeBryant said, y'all. Like to my young brothers and sisters. First of all, please go in groups when you go vote. Um I just there's something in my heart that doesn't sit right. Um, about these situations um, and just the tension, the racial tension that's been happening in America. So please, get, please go in groups. Um, if you know me and listen to this podcast, I will attempt to hang out with you that day um, because I just want you to feel as safe as possible when you're there. When you're there, um, and so yeah, be responsible. Um, remember that you know this that legacy a person that. Brain's legacy never sees it. Um, And so you are the fulfillment of a legacy um, that has never Mm -hmm. been seen when you get to do this. Um, And one day you get to create a legacy. um, And guess what? You'll never see it. But the cool thing is that, honestly, you never know that you did it. But the cool thing about it is that people will remember your name and remember who you are for the longest time. Um, But yeah, man, go out out and vote. Um, Again, to, to my church people, it's time to get over your, listen, you should not be more patriotic than you are a child of God. And so, yeah, oh
1: God, Micah, speak.
2: Um, and remember that. Oh God. That being a Republican or Democrat is a shallow, is a shallow um, identifier of yourself. Um, but you are a saint. You're favored. You're loved. You're, you're forgiven. You're chosen. Um, you're that were kings and queens. We're co-heirs with Christ. Um, and so remember that. That's who you are. Period. Booster out.
1: I want everyone who's under the sound of my voice to raise your hands to the Father and give him glory. Hell, up, devil, shudder, sing. Come
2: on. <laughs> also, do not let Gabe be your pastor.
1: Oh my gosh. I am not going to sit here and let <laughs> Micah <laughs> take whatever dreams that I have and shoot them up the sky. Y'all. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Look, will not want to run
1: no church anyway because I know how he is. He's like, uh-uh, I can't deal with these people; they got too many problems. <laughs> I'm glad Mike knows me though, because he knows that was one of the main. Absolutely not. Now, yes, check for you boy in about like ten, fifteen years. But when you see my face on the side of a bus running for a political office, um, but. For a pastor, if you ever put your ears to these streets and they say game opening a church, please know it has to be a different game because it cannot be Gabriel the Voluntary. I, I, I know the Lord. <laughs> and he will never lay it upon my heart <laughs> to open the doors of a church. Cause he knows I will be the reason these people stumble. Oh
0: my gosh. <laughs> I immediately need to go fast. I immediately need to go put my face in the feet of Jesus. Not on, but in. He said he will put them in a full backsliding position. I I have no words.
2: Uh, I'm I can't breathe. I'm about to throw up. Oh my god! How hard i for right now. <laughs> oh my goodness.
1: Okay. Well, anywho, let's really quickly uh, let's go turn on this oven and let's go turn up the heat to three. I'm gonna say one more degrees. thing. One more thing. Oh, go ahead before. Uh huh.
0: If you're voting for Kanye, you also need to open oh. up your Bible. If you're voting for Kanye, because I specifically have seen it from my party who says that they believe in the Lord. If you vote for Kanye, and if you're talking about voting for Kanye, you need to open back up your Bible. Because manic and manic only left. makes more manic. Just just realize that, Please. Please. <laughs>
2: he needs ah, needs
0: help like he literally like he literally needs like a health evaluation and like putting him in that type of position that will not serve him like y'all like i have literally seen because gabe has sent it to me i have literally seen screenshots of people who know kanye who have sent him pictures of them writing his name on the ballot and that's like scary
1: no, have you seen his like promo yes. video that yes. he put out? Like he got whole he got a whole he, a whole booth of merch, y'all. A, like he is selling hats. He is being dead ass about this. And I'm gonna need you to be dead ass about not voting him. So don't vote for him. Dead ass. Like, this is that's ludicrous, okay? That is crazy. Excuse me, Living, I used to work crazy. I'm sorry. Yes, don't come for me. Don't come for me. But that is insanity at its finest, okay? That is a person who is on the verge of a mental break, or actually, he is past a mental break at this point. And I am not a professional, and this is not a professional evaluation, but that's my opinion. And I'm sticking to it. Now, I think the oven is ready. <laughs> I think it's at 350 degrees. So we're going to start with our guests. Um, during this segment, we we um, wow, I just got so distracted. Okay, during this segment, we tell the people what art we're consuming. Um, people, we want to put some fire under, shoot out some fire emojis. Um, things that you just have been consuming recently that you just want to put your mouth on and let the people know to go stream it, to go buy it, to go. Do whatever. So, what you got for there, Micah? What you want to turn up the heat on?
2: Whew, let me think. Um, a few things. Um, one, I gonna I want to give a shout out to my boy, um, Darian Scott. I'm not gonna tell you his real name because this is his artist name. Darian Scott. His songs called called "Adore." It's on Spotify. That's literally my home. But it's my brother. About to be in his wedding. It's about to be lit. Um, y'all go yeah. check him. Out, um, he is. I love that dude so much, though, for real. Um, he's also a worship pastor um, at one of our campuses, um, and so that he's cool, man. Like he's so genuine. He's he's a fighter for the black and brown people because he is black like himself. He's straight from ATL, um, born and raised. Um, he has Come a on, story. Um, and so he doesn't just write like Christian music, but he also writes like other types of music. So he's dope. Um, also, too, I'm going to be a little biased and give a shout-out to my Maverick City family because that last hey. album was gas. Y'all, like, for real, for real. To you, is it, it had me running around the house. I took a lap. Um, Come on. But also, um, for real, for real, y'all, um, I got to give a shout-out to my boys on here, um, y'all hype them up, the Bryant, um, and gay, because they really, what they're doing with with their life and with their career is a lot of freelance and a lot of grinding, a lot of hard work. Um, and they push, 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 push. A lot of what many of us listening to this podcast won't do and can't do because we, we may not have the work ethic, but they as actors and dancers and entrepreneurs, um, have the work ethic and and the mindset to just push that that is true grit grit is not about your athleticism grit is about the, the mindset and the and the men, mental capability to push through the hard things um and so I just want to give them a shout out y'all support them y'all if y'all know anybody hook them up put them on Broadway put them on Hollywood whatever y'all want to call this stuff we speak it right now in Jesus name right now. Jesus, it's right. already
0: right. done. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hee hee. Who got? Whoo. Who Jesus.
2: Okay. Okay. Let me try to get it together. Let me
0: try to get it together.
2: Who? Hold yourself. Hold Okay. Okay.
0: Okay. 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 So, I'm going to turn the heat up on two different albums. Um Tasha Cobbs Leonard. She came out with a new album called Ooh. Royalty. Yeah, girl. And she Come literally on. gobbled the people. Like, it's giving one place, if you listen to that album, every song. Every song. She did her thing. Um, But also... I gotta give a shout out to my fam, David and Nicole. I think you say, it. I think it's pronounced Binion. Is that how you say it, Micah? David and Nicole.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: They they real real white, but they sing real real soulfully. They love the Lord. That <laughs> they real real white because listen, the first time I heard. His wife, Nicole, sang. I legitimately thought it was like an angel. I was like, her voice is like so clear. Um, They came out with an album called Glory of Eden. (laughs) (laughs) Y'all, like it's God breathe. Like a whole song that I've been stuck on has been, um, it's been Psalms and Hymns. Literally, they're gobbling the people up with praise. Um, So those are the two I wanted to speak on. Um, The other thing, I just love being black. That's what I've been turning the heat on. Come on,
1: come on. That's it. That's all I got. That's it. Okay, well, as for me and my household, um, I want to remind you people of... I don't know. I just felt. I just got fell back in love with Cleo So, um, sis is a whole vibe. Um, so yes, like I feel like if you are R and B head, you probably already have like listened to her and know of her. But Cleo so is get back into her music. I feel like we've drifted away, and I need you to get back. Okay, bring yourself back. Um. And then as far as other mediums of art, I haven't really had the opportunity to consume much new art recently. Um, So, ooh, but actually, time out, yes. So I was going on a deep dive of one of my favorite dance companies, um, Ronald K. Brown Evidence, a dance company. And gosh, <laughs> Ron's choreography for Grace, that is that is a work, okay? So go, I think I recently just watched Avanelli American Dance Theater. Um they did a performance of um Grace, uh, and like the Lincoln Center like did a rebroadcasting of like uh old performance and like on the bill was Chroma Revelations. Grace and something else. Um, um, so definitely just go consume some dance. Y'all don't forget people out here twirling in the streets, you know. So go consume some dance and be happy with your life. And lastly, before we go, I need y'all host to email us at n the kitchen sink pod at gmail.com. And tell us about your life that you need questions and advice with so we can have our unclawed the sink segment. Because if not, I'm coming to fight one of you hoes. I will show up at your door and I would say, Square the fuck up. Let me fix your life. I am a yaller. Yes.
2: This is why he is not gonna be the president. He's not Cass gonna be of my church. I refuse. I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna run. If They induct me in, I'm like, I'm going to the church down the road. I'm gonna denounce my faith if he becomes a pastor. That's my period. I ain't doing all that. <laughs> I can go somewhere
1: else. Not denounce <laughs> your faith. All right, Gabe, you want to sign us out? Screaming, but thank you guys. Come on, let's sign on out in here these streets. Um, one more time, I just really need you guys to go V O T E. Yes, vote, 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 okay? But throughout this podcast, we hope this is a time of elevation, revelation, and a moment of meditation. We thank you guys for coming back and subjecting your ears to another hour and some change of foolery. Um, And this time with a dear friend of ours, Michael Smith, we thank you for joining us.
2: Hey, no so, doubt, fam.
1: Yes, really? um, we'll drop his Instagram and social medias um, in our bio, I mean, in our description of the episode. And yeah, we love to see you. Instagram okay. The
2: social medias, the same thing. <laughs> so, <laughs> shut. <laughs> okay.
1: I was going off the drum, okay. So, anywho, let's get on out of here. Bye, bye, bye hoes. See you next time are. thank you for tuning in for another episode of this Dad and yeah. the Fucking Kitchen Sing. Bye.